Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Dr. Kid, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. <laughs> I, wait, I, ju- I jumped in. It was a good one. I thought I you were going to no, no, you were no. gonna do it. I was it waiting and, for you. And you kind of gave me the I gave it, you know, I gave, little, I gave it a little, like a finger twirl. That was a weird little motion I, was, uh, I made there. Yeah, sorry about that. It, it gave me a couple seconds of pause because I was like, I'm not, we didn't go over any signs ahead of time. It's like, yeah. That's like <laughs> and how now I, you're exclusively <laughs> dealing in hand signs. I was. That's why I wasn't any good at baseball, man. I couldn't yeah. keep up with the hand like, signs. No, we talk about the signs. It was first. just me going. I don't. What? Yeah, you, coach, huh? Coaches swing, are supposed don't to relay swing. those signs. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. You, you, you just you did like the <laughs> the home run, the little whirly wave. bird. Yeah, uh, yeah whoop de doo. So just had to like. Let's go to this. It's come to this. <laughs> well, it has come to this. Gosh Finally. darn it! Finally, gosh, feels like we haven't been in here in like uh, the month of July. It's been yeah, it's been a minute. And uh, I'm Charlie, and uh, that's Eric over there. Yes. He's drinking a nice cold Coors Light. We're having some Crystal oh, Geyser water. And born some, in the Rockies. You know, we love the Rockies. and uh, we, New sponsor, shout out, <laughs> Silver Bullet. If it ain't blue, uh, it's not for you. We got Bob Seeger coming up later. Oh, talk about his new summer tour. Bobby. Taste of the Rockies good boy, Tour Bobby. 19. So good. But before we do that. Before we get to Sieg. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk movies. Yes. Uh, that's what we're here to do. We are the world's first and only movies podcast. And uh, it's a burden to bear, but we are willing oh, to do man. it the for weight, you guys. You know, the world's in such a dire place right now, and we're yeah. holding up this podcast end of things. And I mean, it's just—it's all I want to talk about. I don't—I don't really yeah. want to talk about anything else these yeah. days, right? Except movies and maybe a couple of things about comic books and music. Who knows? But yeah. really, yeah, movies has been uh, kind of the big focus. It's definitely been my true passion for the, as I say, as I spend every day of my life writing about pro wrestling right <laughs> movies are my real uh, my real passion well the, the wrestling is the day in day out wrestling's a burden is what <laughs> it is <laughs> pro wrestling has uh, consumed far too much of my there you life. go <laughs> uh movies are my well, escape from well, hope, my, yeah, I was the gonna burden say, that is wrestling hopefully movies the movies don't become a burden uh, as you feel the need to uh podcast about yeah, each and every, every one of movie them needs there's a, a lot of them out there now yeah, uh, we're going to talk about a new movie that yes. is uh, maybe still out in theaters when you hear this. Probably, yeah, I hope so. And uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> it is the uh, quote-unquote horror movie Midsummer. Midsummer, directed Not... and written by Ari Aster. Yeah, that's the pronunciation. I didn't that's know. The one. <laughs> no, you're you were like, do I call it Midsummer? I'm like, do I call him Ari? 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 Aster? We're never. We're not going to get any, any of them right. We're <laughs> not going to go for anybody. For any Swedish pronunciation yeah. uh, sticklers out there, if it's supposed to be Midsommar or something, whatever, I, we're not. Right. We are we're American. We're Midsummer. We're talking Midsummer. It is uh, it's spelled with an O and a, and a couple of M's, A-R there. But uh, yeah, we're going Midsummer. Yeah. And uh, it is Midsummer, so it's a good time to talk about it. The uh, Yeah, the movie was kind of one of the big hyped movies of the year for big horror, time. especially. After us, I would say, and yeah. everything I saw going into this movie was how incredibly, insanely 
screwed up and uh, mind melting and wow you've never seen anything like this sure all future horror movies are going to be judged against oh, this wow i think i think jordan peele said something to that effect Dang. you've never seen anything like this. that's actually a smart move from jordan peele just overhype everybody else's Super horror movie. yeah like if you like to get out and us this movie is greater than both of those combined go in bring everybody yeah no <laughs> he, he just became, hypes up everybody he became like the face of the ad campaign <laughs> like at the end there because no one knows what ari aster looks like sure or how to pronounce his name if yeah. you're me but uh yeah you get jordan peele on there going the third act is unbelievable and blah 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 horror impresario jordan peele says yeah. it uh it worked i mean we were hyped i was very hyped. i was very hyped about I, midsummer so, and i didn't so I love hearing from you about the advertising and the hype and how they're right. playing it, how they're how they're marketing it. Because some movies are very misleading in the marketing. Maybe this one <laughs> and other. You know, like I remember when the movie Adventureland came out. I love the movie mm. Adventureland. I love it. But the previews were all like, "This is an Apatow comedy, essentially," even though it was not at all right. like that at all. It was like right. a kind of tough time getting acquainted it to life after college story and said in the commercials it was like classic coming like of was, age yeah. uh but with a heart yeah big but time. in the ads it was all knocked up right or or like time. ryan reynolds doing some zinger uh-huh. exactly yeah the guy from van wilder that yeah. guy yeah and so i love hearing about this stuff because i didn't watch any of the ads for midsummer yeah had no idea it was about just knew uh that it was the guy who did hereditary right you, that's that's you, all you need to know. You now have seen Hereditary. I had not, yeah, up until like hours before going to see Midsummer, I had not seen Hereditary. I finally sat down, watched the Amazon Prime, did my homework. Yeah, I don't know how I missed that one. It just, yeah, I just a fun, fun one to have flown. Under I was, the radar. Uh, yeah, I must have just been out of town when it came out, or and just yeah. never got to it. It, I heard nothing but great things. I loved Hereditary. Watching it, it was yeah, super yeah. There was no, re- there was no uh, specific like, nah, I'm not a fan of Tony right. Collette. It was just like, oh yeah, I didn't see that one. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> it's there's a lot of movies, guys. Yeah, there's a lot, <laughs> and uh, you miss some big ones. Yeah, you know now. So, yeah, then. some big ones will somehow squish through the. Cracks. I had, yeah, nothing against it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no hard feelings, Hereditary. <laughs> uh, that's just uh, yeah, you just you didn't make you the didn't cut. have half of our support but i did watch it and then we went and saw midsummer and um the 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 one thing that had me really worried about midsummer going in was the two and a half hour (laughs) time deep well once you found out that they go to mordor (sighs) yeah exactly it's like oh well that makes sense (laughs) yeah i was like uh, thanos is in this one as well so it's okay they're gonna need to pad that time i get it i get it i i don't know why every movie these days has to be two and a half hours oh i hate it but uh, i hate it i i find you know i i Earlier this week, watched a couple movies. Uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99. Ah, I need to see that. Good movie. Two and a half hours long. It's the guy that did Bone Tomahawk, uh, right? Yeah, and exactly. dragged across concrete. Yeah, which like, looks good. Yeah. And then I watched Under the Silver Lake. I need to see that. Two, two and a half three. hours. Both of them could have been an hour shorter, for for sure. GP, yeah. man. Yeah. I just... I, who's got the kind of time? Yeah. You know, that There's, was five hours I spent in a day watching two movies. I don't know if... Benjamin Button is a good movie, <laughs> I, but at three hours long, I'm never gonna. I don't know. need to know. It's just like, yeah. nope, that's not what I'm gonna be doing this week. Yeah. Like, who's ever like, oh, it's Wednesday. I got tough presentation tomorrow. What should I throw <laughs> on here at seven fifteen in the evening? Yeah. Oh, gonna tie up my whole night with Benjamin Button. <laughs> like, these are these are insane, and they don't. 
I have. There are plenty of long movies oh, that yeah. I love. Oh, absolutely. Plenty of them. Casino is a great three-hour movie. Totally. And it probably has some stuff that could be cut. I don't want anything cut from Casino. I wish I could have spent another hour mm-hmm. with some of the people and places in that movie. But, man, some of these flicks do not need to crest 120 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, like, not that even. That is a lot for some of these. Genre movies especially. We grew up with 80-minute horror movies. Yep, right. Exactly. Like, like we saw plenty of set movie horror movies that started with a seven. Do you on think? The it, run time. Do you think it's because they had to fit these movies on like a single VHS cassette for a mm. while, and now it's like DVDs? They'll just run yeah nine hours long. No, I think <laughs> I think in those instances it was like I think we might have seventy minutes of material in this right. movie. I think we should do it, and now it's just like we need to find some reason to make it worthwhile to get people to the theater. Make them stay here for a four hours. Oh yeah, maybe that's it. I think it's like trying to get bang for your buck. Trying to get the money, like, well, hey, that's three hours of entertainment. Ninety minutes of it is right. garbage. Right. But hey, we're here. We're drinking popcorn. We're buying a beer. Like, <laughs> did you say we're drinking, drinking popcorn? popcorn? I like my corn liquidy. Drinking that corn. I like that creamy liquid. Two corn. glasses of frosty cold corn, Does please. No, do no other theaters do the cream <laughs> corn sales? No, you just get butter with it. Yeah, I just, yeah, just butter it up. Um, and and, and I'm, not, I'm not saying uh, Midsummer is a terrible two-and-a-half-hour movie. I really enjoyed the movie. It's two-and-a-half hours long, which is a lot for a horror, quote-unquote, yeah, horror movie. Yeah, that's big. That's, I mean, that's a, that's a ride. It's a, it's a commitment. <laughs> we go on a ride, yeah. Um, so, and, yeah. So, so you Let's knew, take the ride. So you knew uh, some stuff about it. You saw some visuals, at least. Yeah. And you got the hype. I got the hype. I knew it was going to be something where it's it all takes place in daytime because they're in Sweden and it's uh, the the summer nights, the summer lights, the summer sun, where the sun never really goes down. So it's always kind of light it's out. Midsummer, because it's midsummer over y'all. there. Mm-hmm. It's midsummer, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> the the only thing I knew going into it was that it was uh, Ari Aster. Wow, and you really didn't uh, didn't know. I well, it was like. I'm pretty convinced. I, I see almost any genre horror movie in the theater anyway. Yeah. And if it's somebody like New Jordan Peele movie, it's just, well, I'm going to see that, mm-hmm. clearly. So I don't really care what it's about. I know it's horror. I know it's a guy who did something awesome. Right. I'm right. going to see it. And so Hereditary, really, you know, loved it. One of my top ten of that year. And, oh, new horror movie from that guy. Like, clearly I'm going to be seeing this. Right, exactly. I got one visual, which was in hindsight a really weird visual but i can see this is so this is my idea and i realized afterwards this was a weird marketing campaign <laughs> uh so i got the new issue of fangoria in mm, the mail mm-hmm. um unwrapped it and it had midsummer on the cover this was right. two days before we were seeing it that i saw this and the whole cover is just the like deformed boy right that's it mm-hmm Big old close-up. Just a close-up of that face. He's kind of like an elephant man looking kind of a kid. Yeah. Big heavy closed lid, crooked mouth, like Mm -hmm. just this close-up of that face with no context. (laughs) And I'm like, oh man, this guy, this must be... It it immediately gave me vibes of like the brood, Mm -hmm. the little mutant children, Mm -hmm. you know, because it was a blonde 
blonde kid with a weird off face. And it's totally. Like, oh, okay. It's like a brood vibe. Got it. Got it. Got it. Right. And then we see the movie and that kid is in like three minutes of the <laughs> 150 minute runtime. Yeah. He's of this thing. He's barely, uh, barely in it, even though he's, he's got a part in it. He, he has a yeah, role, he, yeah. but not a, maybe it's, so that's what I knew about Midsummer, Right. And I'll say in. this, that a couple weeks have gone by now since we saw it. Mm-hmm. And we all saw it on premiere night. Oh, it was right? the premiere. Yeah, it was the yeah. premiere. So some horror movies, we go out of our way to like, let's get it. Let's see. It. We did it with Us. Absolutely. I assume we're going to be doing it with the new It sequel. Oh, yeah. Um, we did it with the first It movie. So, yeah, we'll, we'll go out and make it a big kind of event night out of it, which is fun. And so Midsummer got that treatment. And two <laughs> weeks later, man, I still don't know how I feel about Midsummer. Yeah. Uh, From liking it to disliking it to not understanding it to thinking I'm overthinking it, I'm just in the weeds still I feel on Midsummer. You. Yeah, it, it's actually been, I think, exactly two weeks uh, oh, yeah. since Good we point. saw it. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of with you in that uh, I enjoyed the movie, I thought mm-hmm. it was well crafted. I had a great night. Um, with everyone I'm, i wasn't scared at all mm-hmm. and i didn't see anything new that i hadn't seen yeah before. the like every the, so the all, hearing all that other hype that you right. said oh yeah i was expecting some some intense stuff because hereditary is very intense at the mm-hmm. end obviously and well throughout all the movie throughout, yeah. throughout the movie really but um yeah this one uh this one um ah what you know yeah, where do you where do you start? Uh, this this it idea star- this... it starts with grief, just like uh, Hereditary did. I mean, it right yeah. off the bat starts with this huge moment of grief where she, where her mo- yeah, there's going to be spoilers. Yeah, this is a total spoiler. You're weird if you're listening to a, a podcast about a two and a half. We hour waited movie two weeks. Yeah, and you haven't seen you know, <laughs> uh, but I recognize that some people want to know all about a movie before they see it. So yeah, exactly. just be warned, we're going to go into detail about. Basically, what we be- saw. Yeah, before the credits start, our main character, who is uh, a college, are they? In, I guess they're in college, they're in college. Um, or, go, or at least uh, grad school. This girl named Danny, her her uh, crazy sister, kills herself and her two parents. Pre credits. This is before yeah, even the credits come open. up. <laughs> and uh, Danny and her boyfriend Christian, which is a pretty telling name, uh, mm-hmm. a little on the nose, but. Uh, they're basically he doesn't want to be in the relationship anymore and gets railroaded <laughs> gets sideswiped by this whole family tragedy and feels the need to stay in the relationship mm-hmm. with her and then they go to sweden based on uh, their other friend pele the swedish guy saying hey my family does a nine-day festival every 90 years and it's a it's <laughs> was a, it it's, 90 years? it was something like that <laughs> i think they do it every year but like this one was the it's every like 90 big, year uh, special sure so it's a big nine day and- so, um, yeah, so they are all invited to go enjoy this. Right. And that's where all the action takes place in this remote village in Sweden where for nine days, nine long yeah. days, um, bad things happen. And, and, to, <laughs> and to be clear, when you say, like, we still get a lot of time in America in the beginning. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like, uh, like the deer hunter. Where before they go to Vietnam, we get like 45 minutes of them just like at a wedding and like having a dinner party. And like we really get into, you know, of course, you're getting into their lives so you can see what they lost when they came back from Vietnam. But midsummer, we're kind of just like we're going to hang out in these two apartments Mm -hmm. with these characters for like, I don't know, hard 
two weeks. <laughs> yeah, and the in the yeah, we just kind of sit there while she's going, Well, maybe maybe I'm gonna go. Maybe yeah. I'll go. You know, that would be a nice distraction to go, but I don't wanna you know, it's I don't want to butt thing. in and right. We so yeah, we that. get a lot of hemming and hawing around whether we're gonna <laughs> end up in Sweden, and so it's like we are spending some time. Yeah, not even really getting to know the people, just getting to be in a couple specific arguments exactly. with people, and you don't really dive into too much of where these people came from, so. We really got a lot of time spent with them for not really learning a yeah. lot about where they came from and who they are and what their motivations are. I think the big thing we learn in that before they go to Sweden is just that Danny and Christian are really unhappy mm-hmm. together. And or at least he's unhappy with her. He's super and she's right. definitely wanting she's to, trying make to make this it work. work. Yeah, she's, and exactly. she's also the one that is appearing to need a person mm-hmm. more. She well, just yeah. lost her family. And he's the Boo-hoo. guy who was like, I know, right? Because <laughs> uh-huh. your sister pumped in car exhaust oh, into the house and sealed Intense. off the doors and windows. That was that was probably the most horrific thing. No, <laughs> no, no, no. We're, no. We get we're getting to more, and then we'll, the most horrific thing will be uh, towards the last third of this episode when I get into all of my theories on on Midsummer. That's the really that'll be the true thing. horror. Yeah. But eventually we do get to Sweden, and yeah, Pele is this this guy. And so the movie, I'll say up front, gave me this vibe of trash like Eli Roth's The Green Inferno, mm. or a classier affair like uh, Michael Haneke's The White Ribbon. Okay. So it's all dealing with these foreign, you know, it's, mm-hmm. movie, it's basically a, a cannibal holocaust movie without the exploitative elements yeah you're just going encroaching on you know a unique civilization that's been doing their own practices for Mm -hmm. many years now under you know that nobody else knows about other than the people that are there so very cult-like very uh it's more of a felt like more of a cult with rituals than more of a lost civilization kind right of thing. yeah it's uh and and the students that are all going at least the fellas they're all anthropology students yeah so they're kind of studying and they want to do their thesis on this uh so so they're not actually um you know interested on an emotional level yeah they're they're kind of in they're they're just enjoying things on a psychological level they they all take mushrooms when they get there yeah. and and that's that was the and... most of them didn't think they were going on a study trip necessarily half the crew seemed to think that they were like uh getting baked through throughout <laughs> europe yeah like, there was that element like banging chicks and trying hash that's what through, it seemed through like europe that's what it seemed like they thought it was before they get there and then yeah they immediately and go immediately, to the village they're just in into like oh yeah we're here studying this culture yeah but beforehand everyone's like we're gonna bang chicks in hostels totally. like yeah 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 that's why i'm feeling like a lot of this eli roth thing it feels like every setup to every like interesting we're a bunch of college students and we know this one european guy and he's actually <laughs> selling us on the black market we don't know it exactly like the whole first third feels like that right a little more subdued than eli roth would yes. do it but yeah the, there is that definitely that happening and um i i think that um that to me was kind of like uh it's almost like the director wants you to 
be critical of the movie in an anthropological way. That's interesting. Like uh, we're viewing it through their eyes, and they're viewing it through these like scientific, like isn't yeah. that interesting kind of a way. And it's almost like, are we expected to ha- take on that same perspective, you know, as, as the audience? Because uh, in that way, I didn't really get emotionally invested in hmm. what was going on. I was more just witnessing this ceremony that was yeah, happening that kept the way that the way that they just keep ceremony. witnessing it yeah without so, really doing anything about so it. i want to say uh charlie and i have not actually talked about this movie before yeah yeah we've seen each other in the two weeks since we've seen this movie but we haven't really discussed this so we kind of realized earlier today like oh this is this is the first time we're going to be talking about it. We're going to either convince ourselves to like this movie or yeah. dislike this movie here. Right. So I'm I'm excited to hear your takes, and that's one that I hadn't really thought about. Yeah. The, from the anthropological standpoint. Right, and and I think we just uh, you know I, I I just never really connected emotionally to any of the uh, kids, and uh, there was a lot of. Uh, forced kind of comedy in it and yeah, they were saying it's like oh it's like a dark black comedy but it was really more the comedy was the kids vaping in the middle of a ceremony yeah or uh yeah the dark comedy aspect didn't hit me at all it just felt like shoehorned unnecessary right. fart jokes right <laughs> in like bit. the middle of like a classy production and then you get a guy just like like, hey, you farted. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? There was right. one character that was, like, just there for the yucks. Yeah, you and had I just, uh, Mark. The, yeah, and I just wish he was not a character in the movie <laughs> instead. Like, got a lot of Mark time Right, that's going into this two and a half hours. A lot of Mark time. Really wish there was one less friend. So about an hour into the movie, we finally get our first kind of uh, horrific scene, I think. Yeah. So you had mentioned earlier how... You know, the movie's like, this is the scariest movie. Right. Ever like, horror knows nothing without <laughs> seeing this. And for a movie, Hereditary, which you said is intense throughout, mm-hmm. uh, peaks and valleys, of course, but there's moments throughout. When I saw Hereditary in the theater, that scene with the son in the classroom mm-hmm. where he was getting taken over and you knew something was going to happen... And he was like shaking, and eventually he gets his you know head slammed into his mm-hmm. desk. That whole time, I was filled with dread over what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, I don't know what it is, and that fear of not knowing what was about to happen. And Hereditary had a few different moments like that. Totally, where I'm in suspense, scared of what's going to happen, mm-hmm. which was scarier than like usually what does happen. But that's effective. That's super oh, yeah. effective. Like scared, scared of a thing that hasn't happened yet is horror brilliance, and I think Midsummer wanted that a lot, and there was some dread. There was some, but it was more just like, ah, I hope nothing too gross happens. It wasn't me <laughs> right. scared of what was gonna happen. It was just like, feels like this is where they put some shocking, gross stuff in. So I hope it's not too yucky. Yeah, I, I think Midsummer definitely kind of lulls you into the ceremony because. A lot of it is people sitting at a table and just waiting to eat. Yeah, and then, there's a lot of just what happens in a commune. Um, yeah, so a lot of the movie is that just like learning about their practices and learning about oh they stand like this before they sit down to eat and mm-hmm. oh they bake pubes into stuff. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> right. We have some pubes like do. and menstrual blood into food talk. 
We had some that, and so people are like, interesting, interesting, right? Cube, exactly, but cube cakes, but yes. yeah, but they're approaching it from like an anthropological, like, isn't that isn't that interesting? Yes, and why do you do that? Yeah, it's um, right off the gate when they go into this uh, village for the first time. It's super weird, and all of our characters are just like, this is amazing. Yeah, this is wonderful. But there's already so many red flags that just like, ah, this feels weird to be here, guys. <laughs> I don't know. But you know, I don't know if I really I mean, I guess uh I guess there were red flags, but not in the way that you usually see like one scared person in the cult who's like right. help You're, me run run uh, while you have or, or you know yeah, like everybody in Everybody this, was chill. Everybody this in thing. this cult was like the nicest dude, like just so welcoming and happy and they're like, Yeah, we all sleep in this big room together and we're all kids and adults and everyone's got their role and um I was just like, yeah, I want to go here. Like, uh, I was kind of just, <laughs> felt, I got lulled like into it for a sure. A weekend spa, yeah, retreat, absolutely. Yeah, you go out to the woods near Napa and stay in a tent oh, for it's a beautiful. weekend. It's yeah, great. You're gonna love it. The sun never you goes sleep down. Sleep in a giant room with a bunch of strangers. You take mushrooms all chill. the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great. But then we do get to the first kind of big ceremony, which is. Uh, I don't remember if it had a name actually, but uh, it was I the cer- I remember. <laughs> ceremonial of uh, the throwing of the old people over the cliff. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. I'll call it that. Yeah, the whole um, time. See, that's when I first started just knowing, like, ah, yeah, this, these two old people are gonna get, yep. like their heads lopped off or something because, right. like, they get carried out to this meal from this. So I love this moment. The movie, uh, the look of the movie is great. Oh yeah, the movie looks great. The colors are just pop and are gorgeous it's this beautiful outdoor setting mm-hmm. uh lots of white flowing robes yeah the green the lush uh greens like it looked beautiful and this village had all sorts of cool architecture mm-hmm. like, i love the weird you know european uh yeah abstract the, architecture on these commune just, buildings yeah the, these big kind of barn like structures that almost look like amish or something mm-hmm. but yeah very like dutch or european looking yeah Swedish. Just, the whole village had a great Sweden. look and they're getting shown around the village early on and somebody goes hey what's that building <laughs> and then they cut to this building that nobody's seen before it hasn't been shown on camera and it's this glowing yellow <laughs> weird looking like clearly cult ceremony building yeah hey, what's that over there what's it uh, what's with the pyramid oh over that there? building <laughs> that's off on its own and painted a different way yeah. and like oh don't go over there yeah yeah oh that thing over there on the edge of town like i love <laughs> that was hilarious yeah i don't know if that was the a joke they were going for but it was so just like everybody was like oh, this is so wonderful yeah. this is so calm serene like hey what's that over there <laughs> oh that one weird building in town yeah well, they definitely nobody's allowed to go in there. They definitely played that for a laugh with the bear, where they were like, "What's with the bear?" And it's like you, you cut to a bear in a cage. Yeah, and the guy's just like, a real bear. It's like it's a bear. Yeah, it's just well, a bear okay. we have here. Uh, and they keep in walking a cage over there. These guys are too stoned to know. Yeah, <laughs> you got a bear in a cage over there. Yeah, the whole time, even up till now, these people are getting fed like mystery drugs, mm-hmm. like very altered states in the <laughs> that cave yeah. ceremony, yeah. where they're like, "Oh, here's some tea." What kind of tea it is? Well, <laughs> you'll find out. It's got like, some properties, you yeah, know. Yeah, no, nobody's specific. It's just like we mixed stuff into the tea, <laughs> and then people are like, "Well, okay." Yeah, you know, when in midsummer, when in <laughs> that's not that's not the name of the town. <laughs> no, that's you yeah. silly. But everybody is immediately just like, 
well, everybody else here in the cult is dating it, so... Like, within 30 minutes, these people are all like, oh, we need to get a weird haircut? Well, I mean, we're already here. Like, I guess it's a free haircut. Might hey, as well. When uh, in, yeah, when in midsummer. Yeah, everybody's immediately just is like, you know, these people have it all figured out. We're just going to eat whatever you put in front of us without yeah. questioning your culture. It was pretty cool. It's very accepting, <laughs> very woke of these people to be they barging were, in on the... They were super woke, and um, yeah, until we finally get to where everyone gathers at the cliff face at a nearby cliff and we watch these two old people yeah um with great pr- pride and passion throw themselves off this cliff. yeah they're not forced to this is an no. honor i mean they are on some heavy drugs you can be assured yes when they do it yeah they, we get this long build-up where these two elderly people are being honored at that evening's ceremony yeah. and their dinner and they get lifted out from their uh the weird yellow cabin mm-hmm. on the edge of town uh, and they get lifted by their chairs, you know, after their meal. Like, and I'm just like, Man, these people are going to die. These people are going to get <laughs> oh, like, yeah. these people, I was just in my head. I was like, we're going to get like a 13 minute real time stoning of these people. <laughs> like I was just, I knew it was going to be, I was like, this movie is going to be long because it's going to take 30 minutes to kill these two right. old dudes. And <laughs> it didn't really happen. It didn't really happen. Uh, it was a bit it it was that was maybe the grossest part of uh of Yeah, the movie. we get two brutal deaths. Yeah. Where these people voluntarily throw themselves off the cliff onto the ceremonial Oh yeah, Splatten Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much. Oh, that's the Splatten Rock. Oh, that there don't sit on the we rock. use it for splat yeah it's just for old people's <laughs> and so yeah we in the audience know what's happening mm-hmm. there's no chance this old lady's just doing a three minute ceremonial dance right on the top edge of this cliff while everyone stares from below the whole yeah village while the whole village there. watches her do this interpretive dance like mm-hmm. everybody knows what's going to happen we just don't know how bad it's going to be and then of course she just lands hard face first she yeah she hits the splatten rock right in the bullseye we get a gross whomp sound of the body falling on a rock yeah and then we get a good great shot of her face basically being de-skinned and then kind of flapping yeah she she flops off the rock and part of her face comes with her and her whole head's caved in and it's some gross gore it it, uh, yeah it'll wake you up a little bit yeah some real like you know tom savini blowing that dude's head off with a shotgun totally. in maniac totally. kind of gore yeah uh, it was, I like it was that. pretty sick and that's <laughs> when we also find out that we're watching the movie with a five-year-old <laughs> yeah that was a fun little uh that was a nice surprise well i saw those so we were at the at the friday night and and what you you know on friday nights you're gonna get hop-ins at the theater hop-ins so we definitely had this uh mom bring in her two kids about 10 minutes before this scene yeah i'm sure they had just gone and seen secret life of pets too and <laughs> mom's like you know look, i'm not still ready to, on my dime i'm not ready to go home yet let's yeah. see what else is playing oh look uh, a white lady in a flower you know gown yeah, uh, let's see what, let's see what this all is about and uh yeah she she shushed and, and got them out of there oh man pretty her, quickly after that face splatter her she was moving and i wouldn't have known how to necessarily define this movement but when i that was my first time i was aware that a five-year-old sounded like a five-year-old because this kid Could let out a confused cry <laughs> when the body splattered into the rock the kid was like huh <laughs> <laughs> i 
like he didn't know what he was seeing. He just knew oh, that his life man. was like what, what? he just knew he got scarred. Yeah. And he and we heard the verbal uh just No. She, she yeah, she and ushered her, them out like there was an active shooter in the theater. Oh yeah. Like cowering scrambling <laughs> to not let these kids see any more of this footage. Yeah. Which like, is good. She was just running out of there with kids under arm yeah and i think the older one tried to protest a little bit but didn't get very yeah Yeah. it's like oh cool we're seeing this with a baby oh man beautiful that was great and so then and then we get an arguably well i think face smashes in but probably worse. i think this is yeah the second guy gets it worse because he doesn't make the splat rock he he misses and just breaks his leg or whatever it was yeah he like lands feet first next to the rock snaps Ugh. legs oh yeah like Ooh. everybody these days in movies like we're you were saying a lot of legs snapping <laughs> these days nope i don't like it i don't like it i don't like a lot of snapping and i don't like teeth stuff the noises that the, the, they're this, coming up with for uh, these, uh, right yeah it's not uh, just a guy with a coconut shell making horse clops <laughs> anymore like we're getting deep leg break yeah noises Oof. Ooh. i know that leg breaks and teeth stuff mm. i hate like even even in you know the arm wrestling scene in the fly, oh yeah, where yeah, he's like yeah. breaks that guy's arm. The whole oh, he, yeah. there's a drawn out portion of it. And the whole time I've seen that movie half dozen times, yeah. it's just like oh it's, it's, coming. it's coming, it's coming. Yeah, there's yeah. gonna be a bone jutting out. Yeah, and so yeah, earlier in this scene, and this was really well done. This was a nice little thing visual that gets planted when everybody's lining up on the cliffside in their orderly rows to watch the old people deaths mm-hmm. one guy is standing there with a cartoon mallet <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just like a gigantic just a man-sized like, hammer yeah something big, uh, speaking of mordor yeah, yeah something right? that you would have seen there yeah. but with like a big it's like a big comical bugs bunny mallet just a big old round <laughs> wooden you yep. know smushing stick <laughs> and he's just holding it next to him like, but he brought a hammer out sure, here for I'm sure some that reason. won't come into play later. But, uh, yeah, the old man just breaks his legs and then's just lying there going, like, oh, yeah. dying out. And that's when we get the hammer. Just... Yeah. If you don't make it on the first splat, they uh, finish you off with the uh, cartoon hammer. Yeah. And, uh, and everybody gets a lick. Everyone, yeah. Every... Everybody who wants one. <laughs> yeah. It's to take a... Even though the, the, the head is smashed in. You're they just... line up and, uh, yeah, yeah, they all get a get a go at get it. a real real shot in yeah and i think the yeah the shot of his head getting smashed in with the hammer that does happen and that is pretty intense and uh yeah yeah that really was a, a shocker i mean it was but that's the thing i didn't really feel any dread leading up to the moment of shock because everything is so subdued and slow <laughs> Serene and slow and in this movie it just took too long to get there yeah for and me. they were dr- and you knew that's what they were doing yeah, they hit, they missed the mark. You knew they were like, we need to let these moments of quiet really build, and then it's yeah, they wanted just to build this I, up. I get and, it, but it's like they sprinted past the like long build up part and just made long movie. Yeah, uh, with some moments of violence. It just yeah, it didn't have that dread that that you feel in something like and that you felt in Hereditary. Yeah, I felt dread through a bunch of Hereditary, yeah. and this was more. Yeah, it was dread over it. Green Inferno. I brought up earlier. It's not a great movie. It's Eli Roth stuff. So mm-hmm. there's some violent, gross stuff. Guy gets his eyeballs gouged out and his tongue ripped out. You know, just right. gross ass Eli Roth stuff. Yeah. And so really, 
And, you know, I appreciate some good makeup effects. I love special effects, gory, goopy makeup. I mm-hmm. love it. But there's some stuff that, even without having a great explanation for it, like some of this Eli Roth kind of stuff, it's just more like, nah, that's gross. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not offended by it. It's not, it's not morally against, it's just more like, ah, that's, that's a little too gross. Let's totally. Try it. And so my dread in this movie is just like, nah, I hope it doesn't get gross. Mm-hmm. Over, like, you don't know, you know, these people are all effed. Yep. So I'm just like, well, I hope they make it interesting instead of just making it gross. It feels like a lot of the time they went for gross. They definitely do here. And uh, there's, you know, of the college kids that are there visiting who don't know that this is about to happen, um, a few of two of them from the UK who are like the other brothers' friends. Yeah, we don't um, we don't meet them. We just know like, oh, they're also visiting. We see them. Yeah, yeah. they have the appropriate freakout response. Yeah, they're they're losing it. Uh, where the guy is just flipping out and being like, "This is fucked." You yeah, are, you know, you, you guys are did insane. not tell us about this, um, and all the Swedish people are just like, "Oh, I'm." I'm so sorry for not properly explaining this <laughs> ceremony to you. I, I thought I did. Like, nobody clearly was talking about yeah. plummeting to death. The rock. ritual suicide did not come up. Yeah, I thought I'd explained it was a festival of new life. We, we, we like, end the life cycle, like, and it's better than getting old. I didn't know you'd, you wouldn't automatically assume death rock and i mean i get it if you want to have that as your society but yeah do you have to it's 2019 we don't have to jump off a rock (laughs) you know we got drugs that can take care of this yeah at this point (laughs) of the movie then it kind of turns into like a slasher movie because you're just waiting for each new friend to like not come back at night right and yeah so then you got get through like you're like all right there's seven different americans here so let's see what you know and then it just becomes just like a movie you know like a friday the 13th sequel where oh he went into town and like right at a certain point it's like okay over half the white people americans that i know here have now mysteriously gone into town right like without when, telling us like and without all that. mentioning yeah. it to anybody but like sure i guess i'll sit down for another family dinner <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was almost like there was this sense of like well we don't want to like i don't want to insult these people's culture the festival. And their yeah this only happens 90 years Guys, this is really to important to them yeah <laughs> Again, maybe I, I made that up no i, I have i just have no there was a lot to remember from there's a lot two going and on. a half hours yeah <laughs> well there was a lot going on mostly minutes mostly yeah. there wasn't a lot going on but again, I enjoyed all the moments. That's the, that's the crazy thing is I I did not leave there disliking this movie. I enjoyed the moments of those it was ritual a fun ceremony, but I feel like we were just we were kind of gazing at it through this uh, different lens than than any kind of an emotional lens. There, there's even a moment where uh, they have this tree with the ceremonial ashes that. So everyone, once they kill themselves, yeah, the ashes go to they they tree. cremate them and then they spread the ashes at the tree and fucking Mark <laughs> goes over there and takes a piss on the ashes and really upsets the village because that's such a disgraceful you know thing sure. to do. But even then, I'm watching. I'm not I'm not scared for Mark. No, I'm not like oh Mark's in big trouble. I'm like man that that blonde dude is just not happy. Well, I think it boils down to I didn't have dread for these characters because we kind of know going in like eh, it's probably not totally kosher and <laughs> a lot of these people probably won't be flying back home right we've seen a lot of these kind of movies before not quite this way but we kind of know and as we said earlier i have no idea who mark is yeah mark's made like the same joke 
over and over for the first hour and a half of this. Mark's a guy who just wanted to get late. Like, mm-hmm. why do I care that a guy's mad at Mark? Yeah. And I'm not saying I need to care about every character in a movie. I don't know. But, I mean, for a movie who kind of wants to have a classy pedigree, the character development in some, like, Friday the 13th sequels is better than <laughs> a lot of these people. Damn. These people are all just like, we're anthropology students, and I don't want to be with my girlfriend. Exactly. And and for some, and then it's just like, all right, so we're just gonna watch these people that I don't really know die eventually. Mm-hmm. But Which, n- but not really die because most of them just go missing. They just go missing, and then they save it up for one reveal at the end. Yeah. Uh, but which, you know, which go it all is going to be culminating in this ceremony and. There's so much good that this movie did. They know how to shoot a scene. This guy knows how to set up a shot and make it pop on camera. This whole commune was very cool. Mm-hmm. Like these ceremonies were like unique without being over the top. It felt like a convincing way for a group of people to be living. And that helped it a lot. And it did feel like uh, many parts of the ceremony are probably not that far off from what, a, you know, I mean, they had the ring around the maypole. That's an actual, you know, pagan ceremony. Yeah. And all this, all this stuff is certainly stuff that he pulled from actual European sure. traditions and stuff. But um, yeah, it's like uh, that that one scene where they're dancing around the pole, and the last one standing is the May Queen. Mm-hmm. That was just a great sequence yeah. of the camera moving around these people. It's this great delirious kind of shot. Yeah, and like, the actresses, the people get more again, delirious. She's, she's been given mushrooms, so she's tripping, and um, she did a great job of just kind of being in the moment of having this kind of euphoria. Mm-hmm. And uh, but again, you're doing all that, and you're kind of forgetting that this is supposed to be a horror movie. I think while you're watching yeah. it, because it, um, it's not. It just wasn't tense. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe they everybody wanted a horror movie so bad that they knew that no matter what the final product was they're going to bill it as mm-hmm. a new vision of horror like horror's hot right now yeah and so people weren't right gonna now. it's so hot right <laughs> and people weren't gonna be like oh it's like a methodical uh surreal piece on foreign cultures and primitivism that makes us reflect back on our own uh yeah. cultural like nobody was gonna be like oh great yeah but that'll get a big theatrical that ought run. to do yeah the, um yeah but it very much is like there is a almost a part where you're like these people do seem pretty happy yeah these people seem like they're existing just fine without these americans they're you know none of them there's no instance where anyone in the in the commune is protesting anything that's happening and they don't seem as much as I say it, it reads like a cult movie. Yeah. Nobody there acts like, no, we need to do what dear leader says. Right. Like, everybody's clearly like living their best life. It's a total, it seems like a utopia in that everyone, yeah, is there to help each other and act as one group. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they all have these very defined roles and they all are into it. There is no Jim Jones Right. scary leader who is yeah you there's know, no actual there's forcing people there's to pe- do things you can tell there's a hierarchy of people but we don't get the big scary dynamic charismatic cult leader mm-hmm. like all the great cult movies have it's yeah. it is clearly a democratic compound that goes by their own laws and rules and that's cool i think that was like one of the things the movie did best yeah was setting it up that these people were there just not bothering anybody but themselves right doing like what they're they living do. their life with literally z- until 
this instance, mm-hmm. zero impact on the rest of the country and world. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's an important distinction that the movie, that sets it at least apart in a good way. And it's one of those where um, it kind of goes back to the beginning of the movie where clearly um, this woman has a sister who's mentally ill, has not mm-hmm. been getting the care she needs. Uh, you know, it does make you reflect, well, you know, well, in this Western society that we have where we do have people in old homes and yeah. we, we, healthcare is such a dramatic thing for so many people. Sure. You know, um, it is it is, is kind of one of those where it's almost like this the the main character arc here for this uh, woman Danny is that she sees this other way of life mm-hmm. and that helps her you know get over this past trauma and become this new kind of person. It's a very empowering movie for sure. her for for Danny's specific character. in a in a weird way that you don't usually get in a in a horror movie too. So I'll tell you what yeah. I want to go into more of this. We want to go into more of my theories on the film, which you're dipping into a little bit right now, because I share some of this with you. And uh, we'll also talk about probably the hottest sex scene (laughs) that I've seen this year. We do have to talk about that. Uh, We're going to take a little break. Okay. Won't seem little to you guys. (laughs) And uh, be right back with more of Midsummer. Midsummer. (laughs) We said we weren't going to do it. Sorry, (laughs) sorry. back we're back it sounded uh, like again two seconds to you but it yeah. was who knows how long for us try weeks to try later, to guess weeks later <laughs> the best guess wins uh, <laughs> so let's come to this prize pack Ooh. of doubles of laser discs that yeah charlie has. you guys want some laser discs i got uh, duplicate i got duplicate dvds charlie's got duplicate lasers <laughs> Best guess, baby. All the movies. So we still got some more Midsummer, some very yeah. important Midsummer stuff. This is left. this is where it gets good. <laughs> this is where it gets good. Right around the two hour and eighteen minute mark of this two hour thirty minute movie. We get no, to no, the, no, 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 no. We're we get to the best part of this. Nine the running time's a, a very easy target. But let me just say no. that while watching the movie, I hit a blast. Didn't feel like two and a half hours. No, that, yeah, we got to be honest have, about it's that. It's an easy target, low fruit. But I had right. we'll stop picking. I had a killer night watching this movie. Yeah. This is not a movie that we were making fun of while it happened. The room felt pretty into the movie. Yeah, like it was a good. Si- it wasn't as big as when we saw Us. Right, right. Us was a packed, huge theater, and. Uh, this was a smaller theater, right? But a good crowd, decent crowd. But uh, I do think we lose about half the audience when uh, the penis comes out for the first time. Yeah, uh, this is uh, this is the sex scene where in the nine day uh, festival, one of the things that they got to get done is they got to have the Christian uh, character mm-hmm. impregnate one of the Swedish babes. Yeah, this girl who looks very young. She was young. She was not eighteen, but. I mean, the actress was, I'm sure, uh, 18, but uh, (laughs) we weren't watching anything illegal. Uh, Not him. Not a laster. (laughs) Honestly, I know nothing about that dude's private life, so I don't want to side with him. We're not even going to go there. These days. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) We get a good old fashioned uh, drug induced uh, humping scene. Yeah, well, the whole movie, she's been flirting with him. Mm -hmm. He's been, you know, attached to our main character. Right. Danny. But he's been looking. But he's he's already checked Long out on this relationship. Eyes. Yeah. As we've established. Exactly. He wants 
out. And this redhead Swedish girl who has the hots for him, it all builds up to him. We get all these weird, we get so many scenes building up to this where we have to explain like, oh, she has chosen you. And mm-hmm. it's, oh, here it's okay to... There's, sex up these kids there's Once a whole interview a certain uh yeah yeah they hit a certain age where they're peak blossoming time so we get this group sex scene uh, of him of of a christian deflowering this virgin oh boy with every woman in the village surrounding them in a yep. semicircle these guys do everything Naked. together this this village does everything this together. is a true community yeah where everybody is going to be sharing the same experience mm-hmm. same portions of food same bedroom <laughs> same everybody s- humping at the same time yeah everybody's there well they're not humping the the ladies there's there's all the ladies surrounding the woman who's in uh, who's a get, missionary who's position uh but they're all naked and kind of dancing and swaying and when doing a ceremonial chant humping at a certain point when the sexon gets a little more ramped up when the mm-hmm. pushing's getting in there yep they they start they, like lurching and humping their bodies yeah. in this rhythmic dance yeah. all at the same time, all grunting, all moaning. Just a Phil Spector wall of sound of women <laughs> ages 20 to 70 it's true. getting hump noises. And Christian, who is on a lot of drugs at this point, is got the best expression of just confused... Like wow, how he looks like you know uh, Chris Pratt in all of like the Parks and Rec <laughs> episodes where he's just like wow, huh? huh? Yeah, going on? he does have a very Andy vibe to him while he's just on top missionary, yep. and then the women start to get involved in the best ways. <laughs> One woman is in his face, just moaning and breathing in time. I mean, just like she's like touching the girl. While just face to face with Christian, and then another woman gets in and starts moving his buns. Yep, kind of just sh- thrusting for him, just I don't giving think, him a little yeah, keeping I, time I, for him. Exactly, I think that was more of a like he's slipping. Well, let's keep this yeah, moving keep here. It, he's, move, he's getting tired. We gotta stay, keep him going. The bus has to stay at fifty. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> let's shove them buns a little bit here. Move the hips. <laughs> I don't know where the, it goes under a certain, certain speed. It's going in the header. That's our. <laughs> That's, That's a funny. new new quote oh, here. Oh man. Uh yeah, the bus has to keep going. And yeah, eventually, you know. This is a this is some real time. But this sex. The, but this is where the audience starts laughing in earnest. Yeah. And and I did too. It's it's very awkward. It's it is per- funny. The movie doesn't The guy's got a great look on his face The movie again. is not not going for comedy right. in this. They want to sh- they want you to be seeing this through Christian's perspective of what what's they want us to so i think sometimes it bugs me in movies when people we i get a lot of nervous laughter if there's like a movie with racism sure like you get an n-word and you get four people going (laughs) Mm, right right (laughs) like this isn't funny but i'm my brain's trying to trick me into thinking this is funny so i can don't have to acknowledge that this is a thing. And the same thing happens whenever you see a penis on screen. Uh huh. Yeah. Everybody loves a floppy penis. It's the <laughs> silliest thing. We get it. It's weird. They look funny. They're yeah. Silly looking. Yeah. It's it's a weird it extra was, yeah. floppy thing. It was not a very uh yeah flattering uh no. look no, for him. It's not cool. <laughs> it's it sucks. Uh, but so of course yeah, it's gonna get some giggles. And uh, this so this reaction, I think it wanted. 
this move this this sex scene was both pretty intense because mm-hmm. you are kind of waiting for another shoe to drop if there's gonna be one yeah it's like this is probably when it's gonna happen for this guy and there is kind of like an overall ominous the the music in this definitely had kind of this uh pulsing kind of ominous yeah it feel feels to like it. the end like and it really starts ramping up in this scene and it feels like their voices are kind of in with the music that you're hearing yeah and, which was very cool it does yeah. have a vibe that reminded me a lot of this scene's it reminds me of one of the final scenes in the new Suspiria. Mm. Like this same kind of ritual. That is a totally ritualistic coven of witches. This is a folklore Swedish society. Yeah. But the of same witches. kind of probably witches. Well probably witches. <laughs> They're probably all witches. They're vampires or, or witches. Yeah. Um reverse vampires. And so it I thought it the sex scene was a pretty effectively built ominous comedic scene. Yeah, not a tone that gets hit a lot, so I have to mark that as a success because totally. I think the giggles and laughter in the theater were justified because they were going for that. Yeah. They were going for an absurdity and a comedic surrealism, while the music and the intensity of some of the faces in there was making this out that this wasn't quite right. funny right. and fun, and as and as wonderfully sexy a time for this girl as it really might have been (laughs) yeah fun sexy time well the the other shoe does kind of drop when danny walks in and sees this happening Mm -hmm. and of course that is the last straw she's just won the whole may pole yeah she has become the may queen and so while that finally yeah got that going for her and then that's probably the biggest strength this movie is uh paralleling the maypole delirious dance scene with this humping scene and we kept cutting we didn't do like a brian de palma split screen we just kept kind of the scenes were kind of (laughs) that would have been great yeah right just at this yeah his face and then her yeah twirling around the pole that would have been really funny bad uh (laughs) but we instead the scenes are kind of woven together Mm -hmm. not overlaid we just kind of keep bouncing back in rhythm with the breathing in rhythm with the music bouncing back and forth so it really does kind of settle you into a cool hypnotic intense groove yeah that was really cool and really unique to this movie yeah and then when danny sees this happening and her heart breaks and she's on drugs and all the women that are with her the younger women um they have this kind of crazy scene in the in the house where she starts grieving and yeah she's crying and yelling and and they start to do it with her and because again you do everything together sharing these emotions so they uh, I thought that was a really powerful moment too. Of, yeah, a of, bunch of like of twenty women wailing just together in, with each other in rhythm, and they kind of start doing this rhythmic back and forth. And yeah, that was a very just like because that's what she, you know. And then it gets into the whole idea of, of that being like I think that's kind of her awakening when she sees that she's got this support this from these huge, people, literal circle of people around um, her. You know, it's almost like she finds the new family. I, I imagine her staying at this. Commune. Yes, this is her life now. Um, anyways, but um, yeah, the 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 these events of the community sharing emotion are very well done and very cool and kind of weird, but then not bad. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't seem like a bad weird thing. Well, like when they start grieving with her. Oh, go on. You well, know. no, I was just I, I was going to kind of uh, bounce on that a little bit, but there's no sense of malice or Mm-mm. again the, the power structure in this commune is not one of dominance and submission. It's no. everybody together. So yeah, you never get a sense that these people are out to get them. 
Mm-mm. in any kind of malicious um and there's not evil even way as much of a like you know the like you shouldn't have stepped foot in this land you know right. they seem mostly accepting of these people in seeing their ceremony of course behind the scenes what we don't sure. see off camera is them killing these kids one by one if there's any <laughs> scheming going on in secret <laughs> meetings we didn't see them um but yeah somehow these guys do break all the rules that are there's like no rules except like two and they seem kind of like walk over it yeah, yeah all they, the bad they stuff mess so, up so then you're not really yeah you're like well you broke the rules bro yeah they <laughs> had, there was like two of them you but, you have, you messed up. Yeah. But yeah, even with them killing these kids off camera and you knowing that like they're messing this up, you never really felt like mm-hmm. they were the bad guys, I guess. Or I never did. I don't know. No, yeah. it's It really just felt like, boy, bad luck that you trusted your one Swedish friend. That was the only <laughs> bad guy in the movie is the friend who's like, look, I think I can get like four, maybe five people yeah. over here as part of our nine killing circle. Yeah. Like, I can knock out over 50% of the people we need to kill for this ceremony. That guy, feel, Pele, feels like the movie's real jerk. Yeah, exactly. What a jerk. This Pele a bunch of over friends. here. Yeah. Oh, you guys are really special to me. Come over. Just so you can wear a branch hat. Yeah. <laughs> the end. A leaves hat. The so, special leaf hat. So the big bad ending, let's just get it out of the way because I really want to hear your theories, Eric. Mm-hmm. Um they do have the where they finally bring all the bodies together in this uh, yellow temple. Yeah, that one building on the edge of town. Christian has been given a drug now that has made him um, mute and he's paralyzed. Uh, paralyzed yeah. Right? Yeah. Still uh, brain so, function, and but he can't do or so say. So he's trapped inside the body, though. And mm-hmm. uh, then it comes down to uh, Danny being the May Queen. She basically gets to choose like him or another random yeah. community. One member. more person has to die. Yeah. Is it this community member who won a lottery, or your boyfriend in a in a wheelchair who's, who's now a paraplegic incapacitated? Who can't talk. Which I think I think. Uh, I think those were drugs that would have worn off. I don't know if he was permanently paralyzed. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I don't know for life. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you just have yeah, to. I don't watch. think we're supposed to get that we're that she's like saving him from a life of vegetative state. Right. Right. She chooses Christian to die. Yes. Because she, she's like, man, forget this. She had guy. enough of his bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. You want to break up with me? I'm going to break up with you. <laughs> I'm murdering you in the 90 year yep. midsummer ceremony. Exactly. Boom. Revenge Boom. served hot. It was, uh, yeah, and you all you can tell is you see Christian just not moving, not blinking an eye, but you know in there he's like, ah, I should have been uh, nicer to this why, girl. <laughs> why, why did I not break up with this girl before? Or, Sweden? yeah, why did I Yeah, why did I bring her? The movie I is even, really he, telling. He's just like, I didn't even want to come here. Yeah, the movie is really telling you, people, if you're in a relationship that you want to get out of, man, Dude. just cut it. It's don't, like a it's like a band aid, guys. Don't take them to Sweden when when you just want to like go to you Sweden know? with your buddies. Don't fe- don't throw out any Sweden pity invites. Be true to you is yeah. really what they're saying. <laughs> That's here, what they're know? saying here. That's the big message. You got to take care. You got to take care of yourself, man. Yeah, right. You know? And uh, yeah, this poor guy. So then the bear comes back into play. He is. Uh, Tauntauned into the bear. <laughs> yeah. He's made into a real bear suit. Which I thought was bold considering the Wicker Man remake where Nick Cage runs around in a bear costume. Yeah. I was like, we're really They're doing like, a we're full doing on the, bear. Yeah, there was definitely major Wicker Man yeah. vibes oh, big in time. this. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I thought that was a, a nice move. So he's wearing the big bear suit. And uh, yeah, they put him in the temple, light it up. Uh, it goes up in flames. And uh, Danny looks pretty. 
pleased with herself. Yeah, she's I've, wearing this ornate gown of flowers. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like she's it's the, the most belle color of the ball. we've seen in the movie. She's wearing these bright red and blue and yellow flowers. And the movie's you know mostly green and white mm-hmm. at this point. And so it was this huge striking visual. You get the big building burning down. I think I like the temple burning down in Mandy more than i oh, liked yeah. this if we're talking about it immediately made me think of mandy mm-hmm. when i was when i was watching it yeah we're I was talking like, this about this is the thing we haven't seen before in horror. burning down at the end of a move horror movie mandy is my i think they captured a better temple burning i agree 100 percent. and I, I like the one glimpse into their into the this is kind of uh lifting up the hood a little bit onto their society maybe not being everything Mm. these people have been led to believe so there's a couple of ceremonial townspeople in there the brother of pele and another guy who are honored to be in there yeah as part of the nine that get killed right and they they're set up in this building of just of straw and wood and so everybody's kind of sitting around there and that's when we see the visual of all of the people who have gone into town or went missing overnight and never came back now they're all hollowed out <laughs> and stuffed with straw and flowers yeah so they're just skin suits yeah that was pretty intense. though i though it's weird i couldn't recognize half the people half the bodies so if there was supposed to be an impact of like that's what happened to the pakistani girl from the uk like right. i couldn't tell if any of the bodies were her they didn't look like right her. right i know what you mean they, so, they were all pretty uh generic looking yeah, yeah they just looked like fleshy like saggy skin, skin suits yeah and so <laughs> as you do if there was supposed to be an impact of seeing the well we knew it was them knew, i mean i guess these I were random know. suits that they'd been keeping around we knew it was because we see right before christian gets paralyzed we see him in a barn and you see the flayed open uh uk kid mm-hmm. with like yeah, his we see eyes the kid with out. eyeball flowers and that was and... a cool look looking effect and um there's a gr- the 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 one effect where the uh where josh the the guy played by uh cheaty from yeah the yeah, good yeah place. from good place the one scene where he gets knocked in the head and you see mark standing over him it looked like that was someone wearing a mark yeah face. i think it i think we're supposed to think that it was that mutant kid wearing the face of that was that a pretty mark kid that, that was, was a pretty cool. good image yeah that was a really cool wearing image. just the leather face style yeah skin mask that was yeah so there's that so, been again, that's, that's so that all, all comes these together brief visuals and that kind of stuff yeah and so the little peek under the hood that i like is each of the two Swedish townspeople are given like a drug before yeah. the place is lit on fire. And they're like, this is so you like feel no pain and, and you know, exactly. it's all part of the spirituality. And then the thing starts to burn and it's this peaceful burn where everybody is like, ah, oh, this is an honor. But then one of the Swedish guys starts screaming mm-hmm. right when he gets lit on fire. And it's like, to me, that was just like, nope, everything's a lie. Right, like they, this is all a trick, and it's too late now to say anything. But it's all a scam. It's true. Yeah, I definitely picked up on that. When, it wasn't super. When, and then the other on, guy, but... the other guy sees him start screaming, and you could tell he's like, "Oh, that! Oh, oh we are going to yeah, feel the this." Fire hits the other guy first, and yeah. they both can't move basically. So yeah. it's like, "Oh, uh, cool. Oh, so that, that looks terrible. We have been oh. told some poor information. Exactly. It looks like. Yeah. Uh, Too bad I can't clarify this for anybody. Uh, I'm burn <laughs> yeah, I can't death. warn any of these other people maybe, out there. Yeah, maybe they genuinely were like, yeah, I, guess I, I don't think they feel anything. I don't, I don't know. 
you hear some screaming but yeah <laughs> who could tell <laughs> who could tell yeah who yeah tell I, that was a yeah that was a, a interesting little tidbit of like oh there's a there's some yeah known bullshit a behind the curtain yeah. things of their old and the movie it is kind of cool that but also annoying that we don't really see these deaths and i know that's like I bet I can just picture some film scholar doing yeah, it like, wow. oh, well, you're so conditioned to violence that you need all these <laughs> camp counselors getting their throats slashed in the woods. Like, Hell yeah. But it's like, you know, just part of me just wants to be like, well, the fourth one of your friends, uh, no, they said they wanted to catch a bus. Exactly. And they left at 3 a.m. Like, and nobody's just like, Jesus, why would they do that? <laughs> no, okay. Well, I think And then because... all we see is like one shot of them. An hour and a half later, like, I think that's that one guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that was him. I think it's just because the whole movie is so slow that we we wanted a little bit more yeah. to break it that's up. That's the lazy film you know. viewer of me. But uh, but so now I got I got a couple theories all right, that, here we go. on this movie. Hit me. And it all comes from a standpoint of whether you think all of this stuff is actually happening or none of this stuff is happening. Hmm. Oh. So that can kind of a lot of drugs being taken. Yeah, a lot the whole of movies are very perceptions being altered. altered state. Interesting. And okay. So what do you want to hear first? I yeah. want to hear My, more. Yeah. Um, if it's really thing or if it's let's no. go. Yeah, let's go. If it's real first. Okay. So if it's real, there's a lot of things that are strange that I don't love <laughs> so these are basically like how am i going to criticize the film depending on if it's real or fake gotcha. criticisms on both sides so if it's all real it's just really weird to me that we didn't get a ton of her grief process as much as we know she's grieving we didn't get any much of a insight into her family life other than like i think my sister's gonna actually do it this time oh my god my sister did it yeah and we don't Again, really that's all pre-credits so yeah. you keep seeing and even though this is just how movies are laid out and he wasn't necessarily going for that but we never really got any looks back into what led up to her family getting mm. killed and mm -hmm. her sister doing it we don't really get a reason why this was a possibility and we don't really see that much of her absorbing the the grief we see somebody occasionally bringing up like i'm really sorry what happened to your family and then her just kind of crying as you would do. Right, right. But you aren't really getting this sense of like, these are why they're problems and this is why she wants them to stop. And you get this kind of straight up, straightforward, if this is all real, annoying picture about a bad boyfriend who can't break up with his girlfriend and so takes her to a place and then uh, nobody gets suspicious during all of their friends being ritualistically murdered. Right. <laughs> and so if, it, if I'm just supposed to accept this as real then it is just a Friday the 13th movie that's 65 minutes longer mm. than any Friday the 13th movie, which just makes me feel like it's a pretentious take on something that they already figured out the formula and how to make a good version of it right. 35 years ago. And so then it just makes me feel like, oh, well, that's, they just want me to think this is a more important movie because they went about it in a classier fashion. Mm -hmm. They didn't show the kills. Right. And they cloaked it into this unique society. Yeah, kind of like a like again. It really is if if it is all real and it's all happening the way it is, it really is like a, a drawn out Wicker Man. It is, I mean, and the the original Wicker Man, I think, is excellent. Mm -hmm. But those movies, again, if this is all real, 
the wicker man, that dude was warned several times. You don't belong here. Mm. Don't look any further. You don't need to be a part of this. Yeah. And he kept pushing to find out what happened to his wife until eventually, like, fine, you wanted to be a part of our weird island? <laughs> You're going to be a part of our weird island. Right. Like, right. that guy was given a warning. All these people know they're like, oh, I'm going to be visiting this cannibalistic society who's never seen another human before. Like, then when these people are put on a stake and boiled alive, it's like, well, you knew, yep. you, knew you were researching cannibals That's, here. Them's the breaks. Yeah. And so this is just one of those, like, oh, I'm just watching a bunch of people unwittingly led to their death. Mm -hmm. But at a certain point, it should be wittingly led to their death. Right. So, uh, or it's even like the scene where, again, where Chidi gets knocked. He's told not to look at the He's told not to take a picture. Yeah, don't take pictures of their sacred literature. They're, they're sharing all their information with these people who are openly like, we want to study you as anthropologists. And they're like, great, yeah, that's cool. Just don't take a picture of it. Yeah. So he does take a picture of it, and he gets knocked down. But you get the sense that he was going to go out either way. It's not because of the looking at the book that is the reason yeah, why he's dead. Yeah, that just happened to be where he was at they when just, they killed him. Right. They probably were like, yeah, they probably went over to the to the house, and he was like, oh, where is he? Oh, he's probably at the church. Right, he's probably at the there. church taking pictures. I knew right. he was going to take some pictures of that place. <laughs> go find him guy. over there. But yeah, like, Take one of the mallets over he there. He was going to get it either way. Yeah, and so that's if if this movie is real or fake, I hated that we got... So we didn't know anything about these characters other than they really like to bitch about who gets to talk <laughs> about a certain thing in their thesis. Right. We get like three different scenes of Christian and Chidi yep. just being like, you knew that I was going to write about this society. I don't care that you want to write about... It's just like, Jesus. Right. Well, we're, we could share information. Well, screw we're really that. Getting oh, into we're sharing the, information. The inner now. workings of a philosophy degree. Right. The, like, oh my gosh. That's true. There's like, a bit there's of a, so much of this. That, <laughs> could have probably done without that whole yeah, subplot. In none of them needed nothing. to be on an anthropological mission. Yeah. That added They certainly didn't need competing all. thesis no, plot. Yeah, let alone several competing anthropological <laughs> missions like oh my gosh that was and when a movie is it. running two and a half hours that is the kind of thing that's like jesus what did they edit like <laughs> right. what got taken out of this thing apparently there's like a three-hour cut that's gonna happen <laughs> oh are you kidding me I, I, that's what i've heard because oh, they did i'm sure they did take out a bunch of stuff i hate but, that i'm gonna see it but yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> but so if this thing's real it's just like man a lot of fat on this body then. Mm. A lot of stuff that could have been left on the on the trimmings. I feel you. So then I was thinking, so that can't be it. This thing has to be a Mulholland Drive kind of David Lynch. Here's where her reality kicks in and here's where things get muddled. Hmm. And that started me thinking that Danny, maybe we didn't hear about her sister or her family. is because there is no sister. Danny is this troubled sister. Mm. This recovering sister. They mentioned earlier, early on that she's bipolar, and the guy even says that it's like she's two different people. Hmm. Feels like a major thing to drop. Interesting. If you aren't actually going to... Because if you didn't pick up on that, it's not like they mentioned the rest of the movie. She's like two different people. Like, mm -hmm. no, she just acts like a girl who's sad mm -hmm. and going to this place. And so I'm thinking, at the towards the very end of the movie, during this big fire ceremony... We see one shot of Danny exhaling black smoke. 
Earlier on in the movie, we see a shot briefly of her sister with an exhaust pipe taped to her face. Right. At the same night that she put exhaust into her parents' room, too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, we don't see a ton of the sister. We do see one brief glimpse, but you can't don't really get a good look at who this girl is. Right, and, and she's got a bunch of shit in her face. Yeah. yeah, and the one shot of her not with an exhaust pipe down her guzzle is a scene with, like, Danny and her sister and her family watching TV. And the sisters kind of just turn to look at each other really quick. Hmm. And that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Very brief scenes, a lot of these. The smoke scene and the... All of these are very short, quick scenes. Right. So I'm thinking, this is, this is her afterlife. And then all the people in this town wearing all white, this pastoral, you know, wow. heavenly village. So this is like her afterlife. And they even stop before the town at this other place... Just another field where they take mushrooms for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I think Pele says, oh, no, this isn't quite the end of our destination. This is just a stop, like, on the way. And so it's like, oh, you're going through, you know. It's like you're being processed for the afterlife. Interesting. And there's two different shots when she's on mushrooms again of her becoming basically part of the earth. You get grass growing Uh out of her feet. You get, like you know her body sinking into the soil so it's just like she's going back to nature back to you know buried in the earth and we're now seeing her her afterlife whoa played out there uh-huh i know i like it and so that's why i'm like oh well that makes me like things a whole lot more but then i keep coming back to like if this is her afterlife why are uh-huh. christian and chidi <laughs> arguing about their thesis for half an hour when she's not even in the room right why are we fleshing out their story if this is all her afterlife because a lot of the movie is her through her eyes but a lot of it isn't Uh uh-huh which makes me think if this is her afterlife we're spending some bullshit amounts of time (laughs) on some people that are very inessential Uh, to this story what if they're all dead what if it's like somehow uh they're all trying to like they're all been given this uh way station and yeah this it's is like their gotta, this is how their path so this stop along the way or something right getting their entrance into the kingdom the community maybe and so then part of me was like oh this death of these two old people that's how she's coping in the afterlife how she's explaining away the death of her parents right you know so well, she's be- not the person that killed them it was just something that happened right because when she has that vision briefly of the sister with the hose she does see her two parents in the place of where the bodies are once they fall from the cliff mm-hmm. there is a def- there's a shot there's a that. definite shot yeah so that's so interesting. Then I'm like oh so this is kind of a lot you know like it's definitely more of a spiritual afterlife kind of surrealism thing that's really cool but then it just makes me more pissed off about these <laughs> other characters in the movie that are so so uh below what the movie could mm. be like for a guy who is so good on the good place i keep we keep calling him cheaty but Cheaty. his name his name cheaty. is william jackson harper is the actor he plays josh for for such a great uh character on the good place he's just given nothing to do here mm-hmm. he's just friend number three who's like none of these guys are given anything to do and so i like your uh your bounce the best when you said oh like a afterlife way station mm-hmm. and it's like well that guy passed the t- didn't pass that guy didn't pass this guy was you know right but even then they don't they don't all add up and why is the mutant kid there what does that mean <laughs> who's this guy yeah yeah i feel you who's the, this kid well the mutant kid supposedly is the one who's 
drawing these drawings that they interpret into the good book. Yeah. And he's this, uh, um, he's inbred on purpose so that he has this mental yeah. deficiency, which allows him to be more connected if to the If I was earth, one of these guys writing a thesis, I would be like, okay, tell me more about that. Yeah, exactly. That part right there. Go they back to that. They need to know that. more about that kid. Yeah. They need to know about your, your mutant child prophet. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you saying that makes me think about how so much of this, uh, the ending where she uh, chooses the boyfriend to die and, and gets to watch over everything seems like her letting go of the past. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, absolutely. That's that, her moving on, and now she's moving on to her new afterlife supportive community. That's cool. She's now integrated into them, you know. Interesting. Uh, and that makes me like the movie a lot more, even though believing that means there's still a lot of other stuff that doesn't quite add. And, you know, uh, movies like this, it doesn't necessarily have to all add up. Sure. You know, it could yeah, be... Yeah, I don't it, need a neat bow It, it is. On I mean, it's it's a testament to the movie that it could even come... You could even come up with a clip or a... a <laughs> you know, a thought process that way Yeah. of being like, oh, maybe we go in this direction of thinking about it. Yeah, you know, and I'm not a person who attempts to do that with movies. Yeah. I only do it when I feel there's like a couple breadcrumbs lead me somewhere. I'm not a guy who's like guessing endings to movies right. or anything like that. I'm, I'm not into that. And I don't try and like, oh, you know, it's pointless. But if I see like, you know, that seemed intentional. Mm-hmm. That seems there's a reason for that. I, I guess I give directors um, credit for those kind of things. I give them the benefit of the doubt sure. that they're doing stuff, uh, and I'm sure that's made me look like a total clown. Times <laughs> where like, oh, I bet by doing this and this scene, he was representing. And they're like, oh, no, we just uh, couldn't afford a heater for that day, and so it was foggier and smokier. Like, right. oh, okay. uh, right. huh, I really exactly really hooked you up on that explanation right but you assume you're like everything's intentional obviously uh-huh. everything's supposed yeah to be i, I exactly give every like director is. the benefit of the doubt that like this is the finished product that they wanted and i know that's not true yeah <laughs> and so but i feel you know if there's enough little hints and clues that i feel like i'm not getting something that just kind of sent me down this other little trail that was of midsummer nice. and uh yeah uh going to the movies last night uh i was leaving there at like 11 30 late night Saw War Games and Red Dawn. Nice. Nice. That's for, for another time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do a Laserdisc War Games episode. Oh, hell yeah. It's a mo- movie that feels very Laserdisc-y. Matthew Brock's handling floppy disks with giant exactly. disk-sized things. <laughs> um, and there was this girl outside smoking in front of the theater. It's like 11.30. And she had just left it. I heard her saying that she was leaving midsummer to have a smoke. Before she goes in for the rest so i was like oh so how are you how are you how are you digging midsummer she's like ah oh, this is my fourth time seeing it Woo-hoo. like i'm i keep dragging new people to see it ones they haven't seen before like i'm saying you gotta see this this is this is like an event man so four times that hype like i saw it one time and now it's starting at the third street cinemas. Go see your Nick. movie. 375. <laughs> so 375 at third street. I saw us again when it came to third street. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I saw book smart again when it came to third street. So I like seeing a movie a second time for the prices. Right. And so say- the real test is like, will I see midsummer uh, yeah, now right. that it's at the bargain theater? We'll see. I think if people you know have not seen it and for some reason listen to this without having seen it uh, and still want to see it, do see it in yeah, the big I would, screen. Yeah, the 
I would. This is a recommendation for the problems I had with it, and for the still unresolved. I don't know how I feel about this, even though I feel I'm a little more clear now than I was at the beginning of our conversation. I would still very much recommending it to people listening to this podcast. And let yourself kind of get absorbed into it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, you know, let don't... yourself. That's why the big screen, I think, is important. Exactly. I know my focus is at a 9 out of 10 at least when I'm seeing it on the theater. Mm-hmm. And at home, I'm never going to get that level of, all right, I'm putting away my laptop. I'm putting, uh, right. I'm not. Uh, if, you're, if you're looking at your phone throughout this movie, you're going to kind of miss the whole yeah atmosphere it's an atmospheric trip even though it's not a you know you always eerie atmosphere like it definitely benefits from uh being a part of it and i really wanted to take mushrooms and being a part of the movie is very the movie is like gotta be paid for by the mushroom lobby (laughs) (laughs) like yeah there's a lot of shroom and then they're like wait a minute you're gonna have how many of them die Due to not being able to control their faculties. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Um, Yeah, these guys are not microdosing. No, they're just diving in. Yeah. (laughs) And so, if you can still see it on a big screen, I think that is you got to go immersion. Totally. Therapy in this one. I think that'll help you either way. Uh, If you're gonna like it, that's how you're gonna like it the most. Mm -hmm. I can say that's true about most movies. I think, but. Some more than others, and this is one of those. This one really, again, yeah, it requires patience, and uh, it requires you kind of allowing yourself to slow down a little bit and just get, just yeah, get just into a very it. A clean little bit. pastoral vibe throughout. Like you said, not a lot of menace. Yeah. In this movie, a lot of these very normal, but you know, we just kind of know because we know. Yeah. And yeah, I I told this girl who's seen it four times. I said, well. There's a chance you'll see me seeing it my second time while you're seeing it your eighth or ninth time, <laughs> yeah, really. I suppose. I'd be curious to hear from her friends who she uh, dragged to I know. What, they, what they thought. This would be a this one. Because every time someone describes taking their friends to a movie as dragging them to a movie, you're like, do they like them? Do they like movies? Yeah. Or are you really forcing this down their throat? Yeah. Did you misrepresent this just to <laughs> trick them into seeing a two and a half hour movie? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like 90 minutes. You yeah. guys will like it. Oh, yeah. It's great. Is this is it really been two and a half? Hours? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I this more than any movie I've seen this year. I would have loved seeing. Hopefully, they're out online somewhere. Uh, exit polls. Mm. Do they still do those? I like, have no interviewing idea. people as they're leaving a movie I, to get the like. I don't know. In you know you know I'm you, sure there's you know I'm you sure those somewhere. exit interview kind of things. Oh right? yeah. Uh, I would love. I wish I would have. Uh, ran into more people it. in the lobby after this after our screening i was gonna say yeah, yeah. i would have loved to just get an every person's take on because it was a friday night and it was billed as a new horror movie mm-hmm. and there's i'm sure half of our theater is just like oh new horror movie some people just go to a movie on friday night yeah and they'll just see whatever's out and i would have loved to be talking to those people who were like jesus <laughs> like the people when when i went to see the beach bum and you can tell half the crew there was like date night new mcconaughey movie and they have to been like what the hell (laughs) like none of them have seen gummo or like spring breakers like harmony corine fans weren't showing up that night right so i was just i love see like what are they thinking it's going through (laughs) these people's heads i i don't know what the movie's about but i know i have a leg up in other ways well what did you guys think let us know let us know we'll be on the facebook see it no matter what no matter what derogatory things we yeah. said, 
this is still a recommended flick. Absolutely, yeah. So go for it. It's worth in your, the theater. It's worth your time if you're if you're into that slow build uh, yeah. drama and uh, just uh, I like the girl. Probably the I'm sure the girl who's seen it four times just loves the idea of the uh, the boyfriend getting his right. You know, I mean, maybe if you're in the need to see a, a boyfriend go down. Yeah, I always think this about is a good one. the Terminator. <laughs> so it's come to this classic uh-huh. terminator go back and listen yeah folks. go listen to that one because uh, i knew right uh, i heard this story yeah that about the woman who watched this movie like every day because she was in this relationship she wanted out of and it's like this linda hamilton character was giving her strength to get this terminator out of her life and it's like man this girl seeing it four times now at the expensive theater yep not, not even waiting but she's dropping 11 She's on this <laughs> if no, she, numerous times. If she has a boyfriend, he should be worried. Yeah, right. I think is the yeah exactly. <laughs> she is. She has got something in her life that she is working past, and I love the way she's doing it. I love it. Yeah, that's what the uh, that's what you got to do sometimes. Go see a horror movie Go four see, times and right? change your life. Change it, man. Get inspired. That's uh, and so I love that. Yeah, heck, that's man, great. this movie is like for the people there that it's meaning something to. Like that's cool, and it's definitely it's it's its own thing. It's it's it was we pointed out things that clearly inspired it, but it had its vision. And I love that we are in an era where that kind of movie is going to be playing at major cinemaplexes totally for a few weeks. That's great. That's great that that kind of thing can happen. Yeah. So I will always be a fan and supportive of that. Nice. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. We will so. be back another time to talk Thank movies. you for listening to us. It we has talked come a to lot this. about Midsummer. This was a it long really one. It really came to this. Yeah, it came to this, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. <laughs>